forever. Dog. Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Dark Tank, your weekly reminder that I have a podcast. Okay, <laughs> I'm here with two of my favorite comedians, very funny uh, people. We got Carolina Teresa over here, how are you doing? I'm good, how are you? I'm very good. I'm, I'm, after the story you told me, I feel like I'm very, very good. <laughs> uh, Pour water into this cup real quick? Uh, yeah, <laughs> just a little. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> just the sound effect? Just okay. sound effects. Okay, and over here on the other side of me, I got Jane Harrison. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm feeling very good. It's a it's Super Bowl Sunday. Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day. Is it also Groundhog Day? Mm-hmm. Is it I, really? I looked, yeah, I looked it up. He, uh, Puxatani Phil, has predicted an early spring, and his accuracy is 39%. <laughs> that shit Amazing. means nothing, apparently. Yeah. I want 39%, that's, pretty, that's good for baseball. Yeah, but predicting weather patterns, not so much. Yeah, but baseball. <laughs> You're batting almost 400 as a as an animal. Sure. Okay. I, yeah. I don't know anything about baseball stats, so I'll just agree with you there. I, I've heard talk that 300 is good. Oh, Like cool. th- 30%, I guess, is is good. Mr. 3000, is that something with that Bernie, was, Mac? Uh, Bernie Mac? Bernie um, Mac. He got 3,000 home runs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. he came out of retirement to get the... The 3,000th? Yeah. Yeah. Baseball what, movies, gotta love them. What if you came back and no, and you were just terrible? Oh, well, I think that's what happens, right? Is that what happened? I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Was Michael no, Jordan? I think in the movie he was good in it. Like, he came back and he was doing, like, he was... <sighs> <laughs> was Michael Jordan good at baseball? I don't think he was, right? No, Michael Jordan was very bad at baseball. Right, so... And, and golf, and keeping his father alive. That's right, um, and gambling. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> Did you say keeping his father alive? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know? Why? His, <laughs> oh, his. Um, this is all alleged. His well, his dad, did, uh, possibly because of some gambling debts, died. His murder. Yeah. Was murder. Michael Jordan. Yes. Uh huh. I didn't know that. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, because Michael Jordan went and paid the ransom or whatever. Uh, I I don't know the whole story. Yeah, that's I don't just know. A rumor I feel like I've I don't heard. know enough to like to really dive into it on this show. Um, but yeah, my, just his, Google it. July twenty third, nineteen ninety three. So it was like before Space Jam. I guess pre Space Jam, mm-hmm. but also so like famous. it was like at the height of his career, kind of. Uh huh. Does he it say how? Good, he was in a good place. Uh, cause of death: gunshot wound. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Addiction is a bad bad game, especially with games. Gambling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a rough place to be. That Michael Jordan should have stuck to basketball. That's right. No more baseball. If there's any takeaway from anything, Michael that's a plot Pitts point of the Jordan movie. Is... I forget that that's a plot point of Space oh, Jam. Of Space Jam is that he's like, I'm playing baseball, and they're like, No. Oh, I thought you. I thought you meant that his dad died. <laughs> that would be... Bugs is like, ah, your dad died. We gotta get you back in the game. Well, you know what? The movie does start with him. Uh, he's like taking shots out in the. Uh, on their home hoop court. In the, in, yeah, in their, at their home court. And then his dad is not in the rest of the movie. So maybe that's a subtle little hint. Oh, yikes. Ew. Prescient. Yeah. Anyways, 
So anyway, what are you? What? Are you, how have you guys been? What's going on in your lives? You guys, um, you guys got projects you, you're working on, things going on mm-hmm. in your life. What are you doing? Is this plugs or? We're just kind of. We're just kind of bullshit. Let me, let me get my stuff together. <laughs> we talk about racism every week. I don't want to get right into it. That's it's fair. very tiring. Uh. You know. I'm doing good. My uh, I've, my therapy, I had a breakthrough, so that's cool. That's why I was encouraging you. Uh, and then uh, apparently, I am not fundamentally unlovable, which is cool. Oh, that's good. no, you that's are good not. To know. I know, I knew it, but you don't feel it until you do a lot of work on oh, it. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, and then uh, my job. I think I have good. the opposite problem where I think everyone just should love me. Oh yeah, you <laughs> yeah. gotta work on that. <laughs> I gotta work on that. <laughs> it makes me very like like expecting of people and bratty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, try. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm a brat? You know it. I mean, you said it. <laughs> I'm just agreeing. You think I am? <laughs> I'm just agreeing with you. Your very uh, wise words of accuracy and truth. Wow, come from my neck. Wow. I can see how lovable you are, like straight off the bat. I'm more of like, I need people to be like, okay, I guess so. I'm like, please love yeah. me. I feel like I have this thing where like, I will recognize that someone loves me, but also if they love anyone else at all, I'm like, they got it. They, they're good. Yeah. You know? You ever just defer to other people's relationships and you're just like, all right, I'll do my own, my own thing over here. No, I don't understand do what you're saying. You ever been to like a party and you're like, you're talking to two friends mm-hmm. and you realize they're really good friends and you're like kind of okay friends. And you're mm-hmm. just like, I'm gonna go. I do that a lot. There's okay, we have no comment. We have no commentary. No, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to take that in and kind of understand what that means. All, what do you mean you do that a lot? Like when you're out? I think I just like, I think I feel weird like inserting myself into people's friendships. So I'm just like, uh, I'll just let y'all okay. be friends. I, I mean, mm, you know, gotcha. y'all good. Y'all See, got- I'm the opposite. I will insert myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll say, oh, they look like they're having fun. I'm let me go in. <laughs> let me Where go in and what have that fun. What are you I want to have fun too. Yeah. That's how I am. Okay. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> you can see that. I see that. I absolutely see that. Uh, that I won't deny. I'm very much like that. Yeah. Because now that you say that, I'm like, I don't remember how we became friends. Yeah, most people, like I meet them and I decide, oh, I like them. I want to yeah. be their friend. You're just like a blur of friendship. Mm-hmm. And then you, suddenly we've just been hanging out for 10 years. But you know what? When I don't like people, I do not like people. Yeah. Like the other day there was this, I was with my friend Lily and this other girl came mm-hmm. up to me to talk to me who knows that I don't like her. Like I don't like her because <laughs> I think she's rude and I think she's a little fake. Yeah. Uh-huh. And she knows that I don't like her. Like I've like made it clear, like I don't really want anything to do with you. Mm-hmm. But she's like trying to force it. She can't let it go. She can't let She's it like, go. She's like, why don't you like me? Like, you should know I don't like you. When someone she, she didn't know it. who she was when I saw her once. And I was, she didn't know who I was. And I was like, we've met before. And she could have just been like, okay, yeah. But instead she was like, I have no idea who you are. Oh, what? I found it very oh, rude. That. And she knew who I was, honey. Fuck that, bro. Right? So now I don't like her. Uh-huh. And my friend Lily, so she came to try to talk to me. And I can be very like chilly mm-hmm. when I don't like someone. And uh-huh. I was being very chilly with her. I'm very like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then my friend Lily was like, Oh my God, you don't like her. Like, yeah. And I was like, no, I don't like her. She was like, I've never seen you be so mean to someone. I never want you to be mean to me. And I was like, yeah, bitch, it's not cute. When I don't yeah. like somebody, I don't fake. Yeah. Ooh. But I'm not like mean. Like, I won't attack you. Yeah. But I will give you just like nothing. You gotta be, oh, I'm yeah. super open to all kinds of people. Like, I will be your friend if you give me like just a hint, just a little like openness. Mm-hmm. But if somebody is like a little, little cold, I'm like, no, I'm not even trying. Like, oh, yeah. screw that mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Like, there's plenty of people in comedy where I'm like, hey, nice to meet you. And they're like, 
paying. And I'm and like, it, okay, fine. Well, she, was, yeah. she was there trying oh, yeah. to, she was, she, that's the other thing. Like, I think she's one of those people who, like, in comedy, like, like measures how cool people are. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? She just feels very calculated. I hate that. And show. I uh-huh. hate that feeling. Like, that kind of person that's like, oh, I'm friends with this person because I think they're cool. Or, like, this uh-huh. person isn't cool. You know what I mean? Like, that bullshit, I could spot that. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. And I don't like that. That's fake. Yeah. Some I feel like I'm shit. just. I feel like I'm just like standoffish. Yeah, I'm. I grew out of high school for a reason. (laughs) (laughs) On purpose. For a reason. I got older on purpose. No, no, I like. Like you know what? I'm done. You're like 25. Like you know what? I'm done with this. (laughs) Basically. (laughs) I was like, why am I still trying to be friends with people who don't like me? This is a terrible idea. Like, I'm gonna graduate, I'm gonna move on with my life, I'm done with this high school shit. Damn like, right. 35. What is this supposed to be? This looks familiar. This is um <laughs> it's a visual <laughs> medium. <laughs> <laughs> it, what? Let's point out a visual thing on an audio podcast. Sorry, <laughs> I just caught my attention. It's uh it's from Dragon Ball Z. Ah, yeah. Oh, that's Master Roshi. familiar. Yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. Uniqlo, they do all these collabs. And I swoop in on. This is how you know I got a lot of nerds. I don't even know what it is, but it's familiar. And the fact that it's familiar Uh is because you know, Uh because I got a nerd problem. Yeah. Every time you do that bit, I'm like, do you know that I'm in the room watching you? (laughs) So many guys come up to me afterwards, and they're like, "That was really tricking you." We're coming for me. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, yeah. That shit hurts. (laughs) Yeah. Do you have a bit about blurs? About Ah, blurs. Gotcha. Yeah. And every time I'm just like, Would, do you do this when I'm not here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do. Not yeah. everything's about you, Yodoy. I'm, the way like, I I'm, do, just, I'm sorry. I talk about, tell I... me the difference between a g- comic book and a graphic novel. And <laughs> <laughs> the guy that I like wrote that about, the boy that I wrote that about, I told him that I've been doing that. And he was like, I watched your, I watched it online. And he's like that. Was so, he was like I felt dragged. Oh He's like I felt all the way dragged because you know, you understand this man sat down was like hey, you know what the di-? he was like get, telling me about the di-, but he oh, talked he was like, for like about it. no not like in a bad way it was yeah. just so funny to me because I was high at the time and I was <laughs> and we were eating and I was just and he's sitting I'm hitting there like just eating dim sum and he's talking about it and I'm laughing because yeah. I'm like I cannot believe that he's going on. <laughs> I once had a guy, I was like, it was the last night of uh, college, and I, there was this guy I had a crush on. We were, I was like, maybe I'll hook up with him, but I was very nervous about it. <laughs> and I went back to his house, and he was like, um, have you heard of uh, Evangelion? Uh, oh, Evangelion. Evangelion, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. And he like, we were in his bed, like twin bed together, and he like set up the laptop and made me watch like three episodes. <laughs> and I was like... Okay, let's go to bed. <laughs> we didn't up. And then, like a week later, he called me. He's like, "Hey, did you take my Evangelion DVDs?" And I'm like, "No, <laughs> no." And he's like, "I can't find it." And I'm like, "I did not take it. I Girl. promise you." <laughs> okay, I'm gonna be real. I've definitely like had somebody come over, and anime was just on uh-huh. when they got there, and I did not turn it off. Okay, so that's different. That's not you brought a girl over, and we're like. Do you want to watch this? It is different, but it's also like I knew she was coming over, and when she um, got there, I was like, do you, "So, you like, like this? what do you think?" <laughs> it is very sweet. It is very like it's like I do British murder mysteries, and I'll have people over. I'm like, "Do you want to watch Poirot with me?" Yeah. And it's like fucking lame. <laughs> Yo, I'm like, I, but if you like it, we could be best friends. <laughs> Bro, I have I have so many like anime posters on my wall that when people come over, I'm just like, 
Please just don't say anything. Just if like, I go to a man's house said, and there is no anime poster, I'm like, what's happening here? <laughs> is this where I belong? <laughs> I belong here. Like, who is this place for? Mm-hmm. Who Not are you me. trying to please? <laughs> what kind of man live here? Not the kind I like. <laughs> what, fan posters? This is lame. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the pixies? Oh, who do you think Ugh. you're trying to impress? Ugh, just thumbtacked into the wall. My shit is in frames, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got framed anime posters that I bought at conventions for nice. money. <laughs> Like brag about it, bro. <laughs> this is it. You should really lean. You shouldn't be ashamed. Lean into it. Oh, I'm not ashamed. That's I host an anime channel on YouTube. I do. A, I feel like I'm very much this person now. That's great. Yeah. You seem a little. <laughs> I'm on edge about it all the time, yeah, but right. I think that's part of it. That's part of. That's part of it. No, don't be on no. edge about it. Oh yeah, no, you're supposed to be. Don't be on edge. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I won't be. All, uh, I stole these glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I stole them from Marie. She said that I couldn't steal them, but I did. <laughs> One who is Marie also was. Marie Foster. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yo, why do you look like John Belushi and Big Lebowski right now? <laughs> these fucking glasses. It's just these glasses. You're out of your element. Not John Belushi, John Goodman. Goodman. John Goodman. I was like, wait, it took me so long. She was like, you think you're going to steal my glasses? You think you're going to walk away with those glasses? Like, you're not. And I fucking did. <laughs> Oh, you gotta go. God is good. Where did she get those glasses? I don't know where she got them, but they're mine now. (laughs) I mean, you're probably good. Marie doesn't listen to this podcast, so (laughs) actually, I don't know. I love talking shit about people when you know they don't listen to your podcast. You're like, what? Are you going to (laughs) listen? Yeah, right? What are you going to do? Yeah, but what if one of their friends listens to it and then tells them about it? Oh, yeah, that's the other one. I mean, her friends don't listen to the podcast. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? I'm her friend, and I listen to it sometimes. Just glasses stolen what did you say i'm her friend and i listen to it sometimes you listen to this yes i've been on it so you listen to the one where you with, that you were on excuse me no i didn't listen to that one but i've listened to other ones which one <sighs> name them name names let me think who's your favorite uh pitch do you have any that you liked I can't think of any of the pitches, but I remember, like, if I look at your pictures, I'll rem- and I'll tell you who I thought was funny on the podcast. But okay. I, remember. I think Alex English. Was it Alex English? Oh, yeah. That was a good episode. Alex English is very funny. That was mm. a good episode. That, and that was a funny one. <laughs> I want to, I want to, you know who else's podcast I listen to? Larry Joe Rogan. Podcast. What? No. <laughs> I just found out about who Joe Rogan is, and somebody was so mad at me because I didn't know who it was. What the fuck? Fuck them. Why would fucking, I know who that there's is? No... I mean, statistically speaking, everybody, a lot of people know who he is, but I'm also like, those are a lot of white dudes. And uh-huh. I mean, just think about like who I am and like what I like. Yeah. Why would I? Yeah, you're not. If you're dating nerds and not guys who exclusively lift with a fucking blunt in their mouth, well, I feel like I'm not the, opposed to a man who lives with a blunt in his mouth. I just can't find one. <laughs> <laughs> find some Joe Rogan fans then. <laughs> oh no, I heard he's bad. <laughs> and he's I'm, pretty done. I'm not a into of, it. A lot of people adjacent to him. Yeah. yeah. You hear about the Ari Shafir Ari Shafir tweet? No. What's that? The uh after Kobe. No. Post Kobe. What he say? He said some uh, dark shit. He he basically said Kobe died 23 t- years too late. And he said all this shit about how 
Kobe got her, got away with rape for some, and then added for some reason that he got away with rape because Hollywood liberals who hate comedy. What? Like uh, exactly? What is the connection? Uh, Hollywood liberals who hate comedy. But he played basketball. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I don't look. I don't understand. And then he went and added that he just hates Kobe because uh, because the Lakers used to beat the sharp the Hornets all the time. See, that's so like, like, like these guys why? will come up with all kinds of reasons and it's one dumb thing. Yeah. And you're just like, why even mention the rape it's thing if you hate him because of basketball? Right. Just be just like, like, I'm mad that stop he... Stop being a dickhead. Yeah, also he's a real person. His daughter died too. Like, what yeah. the... F- just shut up. Yeah. Hey, Ari Shafir, I know you're listening. <laughs> shut up. I'm being so insensitive and pretending like his daughter wasn't there with him. Like, oh. Yeah. I you see like, all this stuff about girl dads is making me cry. Bro, that shit hurt me so bad. Meh? Did you see he, there was like this this um news anchor and she was like, I want to share like a time that I met Kobe and she was pregnant and he was asking her like what she's having. Oh. <laughs> he was asking her like what she's having and she was like, I'm having a girl and he was like, Girls are the best. Like I love being a girl dad. Like I love my kids. And he was talking about how, like, his middle daughter, she's the basketball player, the one that passed away with him. Mm-hmm. And it was like, this daughter's like this, and this daughter's like this, but the middle daughter is, like, a beast. Like, she's really good at basketball. Mm-hmm. And so then now all these guys are posting pictures with their dad, like, their daughters, yeah. and being like, I'm a hashtag girl dad, or girls are putting up pics oh. of their fathers. I should put one up of my dad, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Post your girl dad. My dad's a girl dad, but he's very grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got to be grumpy. My dad grumpy. is not a girl dad. No? <laughs> no. Do you have a brother? No, it just... I got a brother. Mm. Yeah? And he's a boy did... dad? No, he was no dad. No. <laughs> oh. oh, no. Oh, he's going to listen to us. Hi, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> My dad's a boy dad. Your yeah. dad would listen boys. to this? Yeah, he listens to everything I do. Oh, really? Now, he's low-key a little bit of a girl dad. Maybe like a tiny man. I call my dad a girl dad, but I know he won't listen to a goddamn thing that I do. <laughs> he, he said, I don't want to hear it because I know you're talking about sex. <laughs> my my, my dad would listen, that. but he don't know how to use the podcast. Okay. He okay. doesn't know how to do it. Um, y'all want to do this thing? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Start it off. I got a pish. Okay. Um, so I had two other ones. We were talking about I could do two of my lesser ideas and one of my, my one that I really believe in. Mm-hmm. I call it my Elizabeth Warren oh, idea because oh no. I got a plan for that. Okay. Um. So one of the uh, dumber ones is uh, all the race names become uh, homonyms. So Wait, it's they're okay. all the same word, but spelled a little differently. Mm-hmm. So if you're like, I hate, like I heard recently that uh, improviser Carl Tart has four name brothers also named Carl, but spelled differently. What the fuck? I know. What? <laughs> I don't understand. Why? I don't know. Maybe it's so like, like how George Foreman. K-A-R-L. Yeah. How many C-A-R-L. other ways to spell it? Q-A-R-L. Yeah. C-A-R-Y-L. Quarrel. This must say quarrel. So you'd be like, if you, you know, let's say the name, it's Carl. Every race is Carl. And you'd be like, I hate Carls. They ruin the subway. I don't know. But people are, my neighborhood is full of Carls. And then no one would know what Carls you're talking about. So if we're ta- mm-hmm. thinking of racism as like a virus, an epidemic, it's in some ways like a, uh, you know, spread by word of mouth, I think. Okay. So you would end up like taking away the the real punch of it by the fact that you could not identify exactly what people were talking about. You could still right. be racist, but eventually everybody would get too confused. Okay. Um, 
I feel like people are very good at harping on like the differences in things though. Yeah. So like, what happens when you hop on Twitter and people see, see how it's spelled and it's like, oh, I hate those Q Carls. I hate the I hate the Qs. Mm. I hate oh, the fuck. Ks. See, this is the problem that's, is I forgot about Twitter, which yeah, is the worst. That's, that's a big all, blind spot. That's where it all goes down. Ugh. That's where it all goes down. If only we only communicated orally. Um, yeah. Nice. See, this or by letters. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Like handwritten letters. Oh yeah, that'd be that'd be nice. You still you could still see how it's spelled though. It'd take a longer time though to get it out to people. You kind of oh have yeah, a big mess. oh yeah. If we went back to like Pony Express type shit, yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be kind of nice. Yeah, it'd be harder to. Yeah. Okay. So hominids, okay, so, handwritten letters, so. <laughs> no internet. Addendum. Yeah. No emails. Only handwritten letters. Maybe pneumatic tubes. Okay. That's, That's very... the fastest you can get. I feel like that plus Pony Express is too very different periods in history yeah but we're if we're regressing mm-hmm. if we're getting rid of twitter do you mean like pneumatic tubes is in like people can go in them or like <laughs> no. like futurama style or no, do you no. just mean like like just one building maybe two buildings can connect okay yeah so emails you know if i had to do a handwritten letter and run it up and down the stairs at work it'd be really annoying but okay. pneumatic tubes also then i wouldn't get like 16 updated emails i wouldn't right. get like everybody like jen says she's on board like i mm-hmm. somebody would have to wait <laughs> jen says she's on board somebody would have to wait a while to get me like mm-hmm. a, like they'd be like okay this out. is enough right. to send off Could just turn every building into like a, a bank drive through in the 90s exactly oh, nice, that was so actually. cool that was so cool why did we get rid of that i don't know because of did internet they get rid of that? do they still do that i haven't been in a bank drive i think there time. are still bank drive throughs yeah in the suburbs at least well yeah. the drive throughs yeah but i mean like the tubes the well you gotta tubes. submit they still do slips for a lot of oh, things oh i don't know so. about the tubes because okay. you, you don't know the tubes tube. you put it in no the i tube said i don't know if the tubes are still a part of it oh, oh yeah yeah i don't know <sighs> i hope so <laughs> <sighs> okay it was just a minor misunderstanding <gasps> so that's one idea <laughs> okay Mm-hmm. I think getting rid of the internet is a good idea. Yeah, that is a. But I've seen somebody did it before. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, yep, yep, yep. yep. Um, it's happened. Any questions on that one or? Um, no, I think we can continue. We can, okay. I, we can push forward. We'll we'll, we'll go to the next yeah. one, and then I I want to pitch my my big idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- this next one is housing swap, mm-hmm. uh, which is white people in the U.S. Uh, have to switch homes with. Uh, all the minorities in the U.S. So mm-hmm. white people constitute about 74% of the population. So everybody else, there's a abundance of housing for minorities, and then mm-hmm. white people are crammed into <laughs> <laughs> all the other houses. Mm. Well, what will that do? You get a, We get a big house? Most white people are now homeless. Mm-hmm. Most white people are now homeless. So that could Is do some economic... with everyone, though? Yes. Yeah, because what if I'm a rich black person? Ooh. Ooh. What if? Mm, I'm from Atlanta. I should have thought of this. Yeah. yeah. You think they're going to want to go? Elective. Elective house switching. If you like your house. Okay. But if okay. you want a better place to live, you just pick a white person's home and take it. <laughs> mm. Okay. I, I'm into that. I feel like, and I feel like even if you're a rich black person, there's always but a, how would that end racism, a better though? Man. That would that would it more like it, honestly more it'll, like it'll make it a lot worse actually. Wait, 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 wait. I always get caught on this show with the balance between like I'm like what gives black people power that won't make white people angry and more racist yeah. and it like never yeah the balance is never there yeah because as soon like, as you do anything to repar- to get reparations for black people white people are like god damn it stop stop <laughs> and they hate it um so that's the biggest problem is it would make white people angrier yeah. 
but it would also make them homeless. Yes. So that would be funny. That would be pretty good. Just like a homeless dude just in a suit and mm-hmm. like a, just on his way to Wall Street. Right. But then also like if you're a middle class white person and a middle class black family, then like you might not take somebody else's house. Yeah. And so just stay balanced. You just stay balanced. Yeah. But like a, a, somebody living in like a Bed-Stuy housing project could be like, guess what? Tom Brady. Beverly Hills. Give me now. your house. <laughs> it might incentivize white people to stop with all this like aggressive um, like park benches and, and shit like that. Yeah. All the like spikes on the park benches and the Yeah, because those are definitely rails. made to punish people of color who are homeless. Yeah. And uh, not just because, oh, I want to sit there. No yeah. one ever sits on these fucking benches. Of course not. It makes me mad. So maybe if Tom Brady had to sleep on the on one of those. Oh yeah. They would be like there would be luxe benches. There would be oh, like yeah. beautiful housing projects built. Yeah. With like the most comfortable, like it would just basically be a suburb uh-huh. that are free. Just to hold them over while they pr- plan the inevitable race war that exactly. this would cause. <laughs> to get their homes back. Right. Yes, right, right, right. that would be, you know, not great. Uh-huh. But this is where my good plan comes in. Okay. Good plan. Okay. This mm-hmm. plan is called no more white babies. No more white babies? No more white babies. Okay. Caucasian babies. Jews are excluded. Okay. If a white family wants to have a baby, uh-huh. they can only be do insemination and all of the sperm banks are filled with black sperm. Or minority sperm. (laughs) (laughs) This is three-pronged. This is a three-pronged plan. Uh One, raise a high demand for black sperm. (laughs) Black men get paid very well for the high demand of black sperm. Two, it would increase, uh, it would get the... uh, Diversity levels up in the U.S. so that we go from seventy-five percent white to maybe half in a couple of decades. Uh-huh. <laughs> you look so upset. So... <laughs> no, just continue. three. Everyone's babies would be at least some part minority. You probably some might not love him. Some people might be so racist that they don't love their own child. But for the most part. Everybody's gonna have a black baby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but what about that child? What about the what about the child? You don't think the child? Like, I feel like, what about the little mixed baby that could either be with a family that doesn't want them or doesn't like them, uh-huh. or the family that looks nothing like them and knows any nothing about their experience, right? And like, and how are you gonna stop people from fucking? Yeah. How are you gonna stop people from fucking? Are you insane? And also, it's like I'm not trying to like, excuse me, take away up, even though, you know, we gotta take away white women's right to have a baby. Yes, okay. because the way we <laughs> got <laughs> here, <laughs> a little harsh. <laughs> it is harsh. It's a harsh one because the way we got here was fucking harsh. It was mm-hmm. family separations. Mm-hmm. It's like. Mm-hmm. To get some back back some of that power, we're gonna have to implement the systems that put us here in the first place with destroying families, breaking up ownership of bodies. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. Wow. So, 
Is getting rid of Twitter a better idea? It I might think be. getting rid of Twitter. Is like, <laughs> I like there are so many. I have so many questions. Okay. Um, I mean, there's there's the obvious. Mm-hmm. How do you stop people from fucking? Right. How do you prevent once you stop them from inevitably fucking illegally? Yeah. And, and nutting all up in each other. But then also like. Well, Where the government's all... been trying to stop people from fucking for years. Like, Unsuccessfully. Like, they have not succeeded. Yeah, but mm-hmm. they keep trying. They keep trying. <laughs> um, but then also, where are you getting all this nut from? Are these are these black people volunteering? To, yes, to it's volunteer is well paid because the demand's so high. Okay. Yeah, and then these babies don't know who but, their dads are. Yeah, it feels like mass producing the narrative of the absent black father. Oh shit! I did not look what you did. Look what you did. Well, it's for a family. Like it's just basically, it's basically, (laughs) it's very simply. Let me put it this way. Well, you would it would be if like I like it doesn't have to be a family unit, but it could Mm be say you have a white woman and a white father, Uh and they raise the baby, and you just say no white men do not get to. continue their line on for the next it could be a limited period we mm-hmm. could do like maybe a 30 year period like a chi- like when china had uh yeah but the baby will still know that that that's not her real father or their real father mm-hmm. and they might want to know who their real father is i'm just saying that the child might grow up feeling disconnected yeah from who they are that's true if there's no, you know what I mean? It, and that's not, I don't know. But Maybe like, there's some kind of support system we could create. Because I feel like a lot of adopted like, kids and stuff like that, they have, they always wonder about who their mm-hmm, parents are mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And then imagine you don't look like your family. Right. Yeah. Bro, Maury is about a to A lot get of people struggle with yes. that, not looking like their <laughs> family. It's a whole side series of Maury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be a weird show. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. there's a, a kind of, you have seen Watchmen, correct? Mm-hmm. You know, the museum where you go in and put your heritage in uh-huh. and you follow your heritage back. Uh-huh. Maybe there's like a kind of a black experience museum. <laughs> we can't do that now. <laughs> yeah, but if, we we, are... if every white family has a black kid, there will be more of a need for it. You're trying to trace back to one dude? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just one guy who made a lot of money. Yeah. He's just like, Mm-mm. now if you see a black billionaire, you'll know where he got his money from. Guys, I don't actually like this solution because... Dude, why did you do it? Because <laughs> when you get into solving racism, genetics comes in, which is so shitty and gross mm. and disgusting. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> which is always the problem that's is that, true. like, you know, you can change people's minds, but God, they're fucking assholes. Mm-hmm. I also had yeah. just blind you know all white people. I was thinking about the other too. day with my I nephew. Maybe you, you might be onto something there. Okay, maybe <laughs> we can try that one. Okay. My nephew is seven Mm -hmm. and i just feel like i don't think about this in terms of like everything i feel like obviously there there's like a lot of racism and there might always be a lot of racism but i think that like younger generations are just going to be less and less racist i don't know i feel i get really confused you don't think so i think less racist in the way that we understand it but then like I feel like every time we make a st- take a step and I forward, also, there's but always... You know a- what else I was thinking about? I was thinking about how, like, there are just going to be more mixed people in the world. Yeah. Right. Like, I feel like... I don't know. I just feel like... like you, There's, like, the worry. And, like, I worry about my nephew because he's a little black boy all the mm-hmm. time. But I also see how he is and, like, the way... And there's, like, even with masculinity, like, how 
I don't think he's going to carry as much of the burden of masculinity as like his father or my father or right. like yeah. his grandfather. Yeah. I see him being l- more free of that. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that is true. But I also like, you know how like when the man bun became a thing, it was mm-hmm. like a whole, it was a whole thing of like, guys can be fem- effeminate. You can mm-hmm. do whatever you want. You mm-hmm. don't have to be masculine. Yeah, yeah. And then it immediately just got incorporated into masculinity within like, a couple months right i feel like that's how racism is was the man bun you know supposed saying? to be effeminate for a while i feel like it was i forgot that i feel like for a minute it was just like yeah you can wear a bun why wouldn't you wear a bun you're a dude right who cares but these are external trappings less you know well i, I mean i think it reflects sort of the same that's thing. true you know i was, what i mean yeah i kind of came up with this idea because i i have a friend that from high school who had it was a white woman who ended up having a half-black son mm-hmm. and she was like i now i have to like learn and be there for my son having a black experience and living as a black body person. Yeah. And I think for as many of those people as uh, exist, there's also a lot of like people like the dude I work for in LA who would make racist jokes and be like, it's crazy what you can get away with when you got a black son. Oh boy. Yeah. (laughs) And I, I was like, okay, maybe this dude lives with, He's got a black wife and black kid. Whatever, maybe he feels outnumbered in his own home. Who knows? Uh-huh. Then mm-hmm. I found out he adopted. He adopted a white kid or a black kid with a white woman, uh-huh. uh, and now just uses kid to make jokes and shit. Cool. Yeah. God, people are just bad. How do you fix bad people? I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. What do you do? Blind white people. That Blind white thing. people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That, that's another people get will get mad. Yeah. They'll be like, you blind us at birth. And yeah. now, but we have shown that we are not um, responsible with the gift of sight and Mm-mm. visual. Y'all using it all weird. Yeah, Why we're you not like nice with it. We could have like a giver situation. Everything's black and white. <laughs> that's what I, was, I was like, sunglasses that make, and then I saw Nick Nanny had blinders on. And oh, I was like, yeah. ah, damn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. Mm. Where do we go from here? How to, how to solve <laughs> racism? I'm doing my, I try to. I think about it every morning when I'm walking out of my gentrifying neighborhood. <laughs> mm-hmm. I went on a date with this Jewish guy, and I thought it was a really good date. But I was drunk, and I did call him a gentrifier. Oh, that's cool. What did he say? I didn't mean it. Well, he was like, well, first of all, we were walking. And he was like, I used to tag in this neighborhood. Okay. We were in Bushwick. I said. He was like, yeah, this was my neighborhood for years. I was like, this was never your neighborhood. <laughs> but we had like we had been drinking. I was like, this was never your neighborhood. And he was like, what do you mean? I lived here for years. I was like, I know. But he was like, what was I doing here? Gentrifying it. He's <laughs> <laughs> going so, in early. Huh? Going in early. No. Starting up. This was at the end of the date. Honestly, we had been having a great time. <laughs> I fucking said that. What do you so say after think. that? He was just yeah. like. Like we change the subject. <laughs> you guys going on a second date? No, no, no. I don't think you like that. Oh man, mm. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's kind of. I'm always like, well, I was telling the truth, but whatever. Fine. Yeah, it's, it's the fine. truth, yeah. and then it also sucks to hear. You're just like, ah, oh, yeah. fuck. It's like whatever. There was yeah. like a the. Uh, protest against uh police presence in the subway mm-hmm. was happening the other day like on my block it was and friday yeah friday yeah. on my block and like i got out of the 
the station at Utica and there was like cops everywhere and I was like, mm-hmm. what is happening? I don't understand. And they'd already moved up the street and I was like, like what is happening? I looked it up and I was like, oh, I missed it because I was getting a massage after work. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, I am a bad guy. <laughs> Where you get that massage though? Um, this place got a hideaway spa okay. off of Wall Street. It's $50. Go see Winnie. Oh. She is very good. Okay, I will keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I but- got a massage in Chinatown like two weeks ago. How was it? It was really good. Was it? I always, I'm always like on the edge of like, is this maybe a place where you can get a hand job? But they don't yeah. offer Actually, them to women. Actually, my ex boyfriend told me that he went in Astoria once and the lady started giving him a hand job. She just started doing it? She just started doing it. Hmm. What? No yeah. ask? No, no ask. No question. Oh. Damn. Mm. I don't like that. And he was like, no. <laughs> she was old. And I was oh. like, if she wasn't old, you know you would have. <laughs> <would've>, yeah. <laughs> you would have let that hand job fly. Mm-hmm. That's why like, uh-huh. Winnie's like 50 plus and she's very good at she give finding knots. No. no. But I do hear weird noises in there sometimes. So. Mm. Okay. I'm like, and it's like a Wall Street you know, place. Okay. But it's reasonably priced. It's very clean and it's very soothing. Also, a lot of Doctor Who and the office art on the walls. We'd love to see it. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. Like, what? Okay, that's weird. It's a great that's place. Hideaway Spa. Go to it. Okay, I'll check that out. Yeah. Maybe maybe find a way to use the rest of my day. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I also think, just to add back, just to go uh-huh. back for a second, uh-huh. if I was ever going to get inseminated, I think it would be wrong for me not to get to, for me to like be like I want white sperm seems weird. It does seem weird. It is weird. Yeah. Um, people do it frequently. Yeah. But it is it's weird. This girl that I went to that I studied abroad with, she just like f- is like fostering like four. She's white mm-hmm. and her uh-huh. and but and like super rich and like looks like she has a perfect life, but she's like was like fostering like four kids and they were white kids. So my other friend Catherine was like, "I'm like this is so amazing. Like I love this one girl. I just think she's amazing." Uh-huh. And I'm always talking about how like her house is so nice and like I can't believe she has these kids. And my friend Catherine goes, "Yeah, but those are white babies. Why didn't she get some babies of color?" <laughs> I was like, shut up, Catherine. You have a white baby. <laughs> She's like, yeah, but that's my baby. It's like, <laughs> the whole thing. But Yo. I also just think this is fucked up. But the power of babies is that, like, they're fucking cute. They are cute. Yeah. If you like babies, they're cute. And it doesn't matter, like, any of it. But you unless think you're it su- don't matter. I guess. Uh. You have to be so racist to hate But a baby. there are really racist I mean, people. I know. Okay, well, look. White babies look weird. You forget they how do. racist people They're are yeah. because you live here. Yeah. And the racism isn't even that bad. Like, there's plenty of racism in New York. But every time I leave and I go to the South, I'm reminded, oh, there's, like, racism, racism right. in the yeah. streets. It's I crazy. also, like, it's because di- I grew up in Atlanta. Uh-huh. Like, it's a different kind of racism inside this perimeter and yeah. then a different kind of racism outside the perimeter. Yeah. And it's, like... It was easy enough in like white liberal decatur to be like, we love black people and yeah. then like be within the systemic problems. I, yeah. Or my like, mom's like, don't go to that neighborhood though. <laughs> we love blacks. Yeah. <laughs> it's um I feel like it's very weird because it's like I I feel like a lot of white people think other race other like ethnic babies are cuter than their babies. I'm just like, Y'all babies are weird. 
That's all it is. Yeah, that Everybody's ours are like, weird. Yeah, I feel like it's just like so ours are sub. Some white babies are cute. Some white babies are cute. My nephew is very, very cute. There's a lot of weird looking white babies, but though. there are. Yeah, we have a, a worse hit ratio. Yeah, for cuteness. It's well, it's like I don't know. I, I feel like everybody flips out over the like rosy cheeks and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, yo, I can see your blood. <laughs> that's yeah. your blood under there. <laughs> Shit is weird. Wait, that's the thing that freaks. You're like ah, blushing. Ah. <laughs> I mean, it's weird if you think about it too yeah, much. Yeah, I like, guess since white is my default, I, I don't think yeah. blushing is weird. Yeah, I'm just like, no, nobody ever did that when I was growing up. That's interesting. Like, nobody ever, blushed. Nobody blushed. Did I ever tell you about? I went in Atlanta. I went uh, for spring break senior year. I went to the beach with four black cheerleaders and one Jewish lacrosse player and me. Mm-hmm. And I was so adamant that everybody wear sunscreen all the time. <laughs> well, I'm my friends get mad at me because one time we were in Mexico, or they always do this to me. Like, I have a group of girlfriends that I studied abroad with, and they're always like, Carolina, you put sunscreen. I'm like, get off of me. <laughs> I don't need that much. I like, I sometimes wear it, sometimes I don't. I'm not obsessed with it. But like, my friend will come and be like, what? Come on. And she's Southern too. So she's like, right. come on, let's get it. I'm like, no. Right. Uh, and so now it's like a running joke. Every time we're at a beach, they're like, oh, well, we got look, we got sunscreen on Carolina. And I'm like, all right. Get out. Okay. It's got to stop. Yeah. It's at a certain stop. point. Leave me I've like. never worn sunscreen in my life. I've never done it. I've been I, out in the I sun for hours. Because you know what? It's good. I put it on my face now. I make sure it's on my face because I'm yeah. trying to get wrinkles. Okay. That's, yeah. Okay. There's the long-term okay. damage, but okay. as a okay. white person, you're just like, I'm going to burn. And the you think you're going to die. Mm-hmm. And if with, anything, I put oil on the rest of my body because I love to get dark and golden. I, I mean, I'll look, fry up. <laughs> Bob Marley died of melanoma. So like, um, he was also half white. But That's true. Still. Oh. still. Hmm. Well, I put it on my face yeah. and I put like 50 on my face. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. You got to Is that? Take care of it. It's 50 high. Mm-hmm. It's pretty. It's pretty high. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Like, SPF. I know what it means, but like, I know what SPF just conceptually like means. What does what that stand SPF for, though? There. Sun protection Face. force. F. Sun protection <laughs> force. Sun protection force. Like a nerd. Sun protection Everything is a force. Like the pace force. <laughs> that space is very nice. Nerd. That's nerdy of you. To say space force? Mm-hmm. Oh, is it the force? My sister in law okay. is an esthetician, and she's like, you gotta put sunscreen on. I'm like, it's not a joke. Know. Apparently. I feel you like should be wearing joke. sunscreen every day. I know. Sun- every day in the winter right time too. <gasps> I'm, I'm inside all the time. <laughs> what? I don't have it on right now. Okay. This okay. is what I mean. I put it on Very every bold. single day before I leave my house. But, but I also take you? really good care of my skin and I do like a whole process, like a routine. Yeah, I do, do a routine too. Hmm? I do a routine but no SPF, which is like so dumb. I'm it's doing so all this yeah. work. It's so because you're doing all this work and you're not covering, you're protecting your face. Exactly. What is it? Uh, what do you, what are y'all's routines? I would love to know. Well, in I'm, the morning, I wash my face, reg, I do, I oil cleanse it, and then I cleanse with a regular cleanser. Then I put on toner. Uh-huh. Excuse me. Then I put on essence. Excuse me. And then I <laughs> <laughs> then I put on a serum. Sometimes at night, if I'm doing this routine, I'll put on a face mask. Pause. Mm. Face mask. Take off face mask. Serum. Then I'll do serum. After serum, I do eye cream. After eye cream, I put on a moisturizer. After moisturizer, I put on SPF. Yeah. That's the... That's so much. It is. What do you do? I do... um, If I got makeup, I'll do my jelly 
cleanser. Jelly? It's like an oil cleanser. Your jellies. Okay. Um, and then I'll do a a really nice regular cleanser. Uh huh. A little belief Korean uh, skincare. Uh huh. And then I do toner. And then I do a serum. I, I've, I've noticed if I put on too many essences and serums, it just all kind of th- slops off. So I'll do one serum, switch it up every once in a while. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I do a moisturizer. I've tried eye cream, but then I wake up with eye boogers, and I don't like that. So uh-huh. Okay. Well, don't put the eye cream all the way inside Yeah, but it eyes. seeps in. I got a little, little crow's nest, and they the go in while well, I... You do that? I, try, yeah. I think eye cream okay. is really important. Maybe you just don't have the right eye cream. Maybe you're right. Maybe I just should be more delicate because I just Definitely. rub everything in kind of like an idiot. Mm-hmm. So. I also have a very nice uh, mask that my sister-in-law gave me that smells like Vegemite. Oh, I do the Laneige nice. nighttime mask sometimes. Ooh. Don't know what that I do means. do the lavender sleeping mask. Okay. So then I just wash my face regular, put toner, and then put that mask and I sleep in it. Honey. I wake up in the morning looking re motherfucking freshed. Yes. Okay. I'm okay. just telling you. The Belief Aqua Bomb night mask. Okay, now you you're wake getting up. into brands. I don't know what mm-hmm. I don't know what any of this is. You gotta do a night mask. This is what ladies have to do. <laughs> this is men should do it too if they want to look good to be honest. It's true, yeah. I did a mask when I was in Utah a few days ago. How'd it feel? It was nice. You yeah. did a sheet like mask cool. or a regular mask? I don't even know the difference. A sheet mask goes on your face, like you're actually putting. Like it's a. Paper oh, it's like an actual mask. like the yeah. sheet. Yeah. Or yeah. did yeah. you do a, a thing? I did like that a. You... I did like a mud. Ah. A click. A I mud. love a charcoal mask. Ooh, yeah. Tell my whenever I feel like my skin is feeling like like polluted or dirty, I'm like. Clean it off. Mask. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also have an exfoliator, a chemical exfoliator. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Papaya I peel. Exfoliate. I mean, I just started like. Really taking care of my hair recently, and now so my, now just like my face is always on. Now you got to travel of, down to skin mm-hmm. uh-huh. slowly, yeah. and then you'll get journey. to neck, and neck, then at some point next. you'll deal with your body. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm not looking forward to that. <laughs> what do you mean you're not looking forward to that? Just put lotion. My whole on. body, just lotion. My whole body. All you have to do to your skin on your body is lotion it. I got some pretty bad bodies. Body. And eat and drink okay, lots of water. Body. This bit is over. My, I lotion my body. I'm I done lotion with this my bit. body. Okay. <laughs> I put lotion on my body. This has well, been the I feel like skincare podcast. <laughs> this has been the skincare podcast. Um, is there something there? Is there something kind of... but, like not that much about race? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, for the best. Yeah. <laughs> for the best. I feel like we solved it though. I feel yeah. Like, well, you know? I, I the blind white people. That's it. Yeah. Blind white people, so they don't know what color baby they have. Mm. Um, they'll be mad, but they can't do anything about it. They're Who blind. Cares? They're blind, and you know, send all the black babies to a loving black home. Yeah. Hmm. And I don't know. If you go to a sperm bank, don't be weird about what kind of nut you get. Yeah. If you don't, if you can't make your own, stop being weird about it. They should really just take the races off. It's weird that you yeah, get to pick. Yeah. Why do they even have that? I don't know. Because people want a baby that looks like them. Not then me. nut from your own body. To be honest, I don't care. <laughs> Deny yourself. I don't know if I want to have children, but well, I don't fuck care if the baby looks like me. I didn't look like my mother. God knows. People used to think she was my nanny. <laughs> Oh no, that has weird levels to it. No, it's got weird levels to yeah. it. She's Guatemalan. She didn't look like me when I was mm-hmm. little. I didn't know. Yeah. So she people were like, um, you're the nanny. And she'd be like It's like, be like what? And the she younger was... I was, think about it like this. The younger I was, the the worse her English was. <laughs> so her English is yeah. better now, but when I was little, it really just felt like she was my nanny. Yeah. I mean people really were like it's like, who is this to you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like to pretend when I like I used to work in Tribeca and there's like so many Jamaican nannies down mm-hmm. there. And I really like to be <laughs> pretend and be like, 
where are all these Jamaican people getting black white babies? <laughs> There's a market around. Yeah. yeah, you can just buy one. Just adopt it. Uh-huh. Um, well, one time I met this guy that could do full patois, <gasps> Jamaican patois. And oh, you met because he was raised. You met Chad Hanks. Yeah. I was gonna oh say. no, it wasn't. It wasn't him. But this guy that genuinely was like, I was talking to him, and he was like, I was raised by a Jamaican lady like his entire life, like until he was a mm. teenager. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that's probably what happened. That's probably I what was, happened to Chet. Most of my childhood. No, that's care. not what happened to Chet. What happened you, to Chet? What Chet does is like he just loves different kinds of black culture, I feel like. Mm. I, you know, honestly, Chet wanted to be a rapper, right? Just yeah, like a regular no. rapper with a regular he like announced us he announced a song right after that video came yeah, out. Yeah, but that wasn't that was his reggae song. Oh. Oh, know. so he's picking and he's hopping around. He's hopping around our Look, culture. I didn't he's know like, that. W- he's like, "Oh, most people just like black culture." He was like, "Uh-uh, I love all the black culture." Uh-huh. Yo, I didn't know there was a Chet Hanks until that video came out. Oh, really? No, first of all, Chet Hanks I knew used about to Colin be, Hanks. Chet Hanks used to be oh, on the, the TV <laughs> show, the TV show like Star with Queen Latifah. <laughs> what? Queen Latifah's in this. It's like mm-hmm. about like this girl group. This like oh, yeah. Yeah. Was it on Fox? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one the girl group. Yes, Chuck Hanks was on posters. that. Was he? Yes. Is he a good actor? He acts like he wants to be black real bad. <laughs> That's okay. again, he does okay. a great he acts job. Hard at okay. that. Yeah. He does a great job at that. Isn't that so funny? Yeah. But you know what hurts? He's cute. <laughs> He's Sounds cute. He Honestly, is, he's not a bad looking dude. He is not a bad freaking dude. cute. I went, to, I went to school with way too many Jed Hanks's in Atlanta. Hanks. Yeah. I'm not into it. Yeah. <laughs> not about like, it. I'm, doing, I'm, a little, I'm a little into it. <laughs> I'm like a, just a tiny bit little into it. We got boys like that yep. in Queens too. Mm. Before we go, yeah. I got to ask y'all. This is entirely unrelated. Sure. Did y'all see that video that PETA put out? No. On, it? Like, what is it? They put out a video. Um, where it's, I think it's like Amazing Grace playing in the background. Uh-huh. And like, you just see like a bee flying through the air. And it's really subtle. The bee just lands on a little leaf. Uh-huh. And you you look closely and it's like, what is what, what is this bee's knees doing? Uh-huh. And you realize the bee is kneeling. And then it goes to another, it go, <laughs> goes to another shot. There's a bear standing by a river. Mm-hmm. Bear stands up. Bear kneels. No. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> then they go cut to a shot of like a flowing like, stream. Is this their Super Bowl ad or something? Yeah. It's <sighs> like the Super Bowl. They say like this, the NFL refused to air it. Sure. And they, I, we didn't have enough money to buy Yo, <laughs> after the bear kneels, they go to a fucking uh, river. There's two fish in the water. The fucking fish are kneeling. How do fish kneel? How do fish kneel? How do I fish kneel? Tell me how a fish kneels. Just bend sideways a little bit. <laughs> 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 what is this Bro, even worse you go to another shot there's like a fox kneeling mm-hmm. a wolf kneeling they made a fucking snake kneel a snake so the same thing where it's just yeah. to the side no a it's just bit. like, cro- Ew, like no, a little curly like a cur- cue in cursive okay well you can't don't start what's it what's the word conflagrating i can't think of the word where you just match up uh animal rights with Black rights? You can't Yo. do that because <laughs> then it gets too complicated. It's like, bro, I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm just tired of like, it's because it's because like this is the type of shit I know is gonna happen all the time. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, 
I can't be surprised by it, but I'm just I'm just tired. PJ's the best at like doing the things where they're like, we did this right. And everyone's like, no, no. cut it out. And no. <laughs> never address shit. They're just like, yeah, we thought it would be great to uh to, to piggyback on this. And they say it's like inspired by Colin Kaepernick. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Stop. Stop. You made a bee kneel on a leaf. <laughs> it's not powerful. No, I it's a bee. watch it now. We'll we'll watch it. The bean yeah. on a leaf. It's Happy very Super dumb. Bowl. I thought it was about the the bees is for honey. I guess so. The bees are. I mean, the bees are dying. That's a fact. That's true. No, I know. But like, Those so is everybody related. else. Yeah. You can't it's just piggybacking. Oh, Peta, y'all suck. Um, <laughs> I also got a text from a dude at Greenpeace that said, "Hey, um, I we want money from you," and I said, no. "Something about." climate change and i just texted back oh i actually like climate change cool and then he responded oh that's great bye and that was it okay i feel like this is uh this is enough podcast uh where can we find you guys on the internet um i am off twitter right now uh and i feel so good i'm on instagram at jennifer with five r's uh-huh. uh i am hosting at the SF Punchline on Valentine's Day weekend for Sam J. Uh-huh. Um, that'll be fun. And I also have my own podcast called Significant Others, where me and Mary Wiles talk about uh, historical relationships. And oh, okay. yeah, we talk about couples from history and pop culture and stuff, and it's very fun. We just did Joanne Woodward and Paul Newman. Oh, that's cool. Good time. Okay. I don't know anything about their relationship. Yeah, that's why we jumped into it. Yeah. Listen to the pod, pod if you want to know. Listen to that podcast. Listen to it. Significant others. That's it. Yes. On Carolina. wherever fine podcasts are sold. Target. Carolina, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me at Carobina, K-A-R-O-B-E-A-N-A-H, like a bean. And I don't tweet. Mm? So. Okay. Anything coming up? Anything of importance? Mm. Oh, I have a show at Union Hall every third Monday of uh, the month. The next one is February 17th. It's President's Day, and it's our Aquarius season show. It's a comedy-based astrology show. Oh, I love that show. Is it a comedy-based astrology show or an astrology-based comedy show? It's both and everything in between. Okay, I should have seen that coming. Okay. Uh, <laughs> y'all know me I'm your host Doya Travis I'm at Professor Doya on everything I got a weekly show at Bowery Electric every Wednesday at 8 come through it's called oh, Thrift Shop oh you do oh I do do you I have do. you been on it I haven't I've, I haven't y'all, been on it either that's so weird y'all oh wow do you know like women interesting guys? is that the thing guys oh cool how many men are on this show you can email mm. thrift comedy oh, at fuck G- off. <laughs> I hate when people do that oh no you did not um, just go to the email thank you mm. great oh we gotta get in touch with the booker y'all gotta get in touch <laughs> with the booker he's trying to play us oh, I'm sure I'll a get book. an email back never I'm sorry but I just it's not in my hands it's, sure oh it's yeah your me. show you're lying it's above me you're oh. a liar it's above me you know what the buck stops with no one in comedy <laughs> <laughs> everyone's like oh yeah you gotta talk to them yeah you gotta uh, hey you gotta just redirect your email thing <laughs> yeah we're looking for people I also have a monthly show at Friends and Lovers called Runaways. It's um uh and it, it's a to be determined Thursday. The next one is uh February thirteenth, nice. day before Valentine's Day. She'll come through with no date. 
or a date. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. Okay. Also got a show at Vaughn every month at a to be determined <laughs> Saturday. Um, Vaughn at 8 p.m. Next one is February 22nd. Come through. Fellowship. Mamadou and Jai is DJing both of those things. Mm. So it was very fun. Come through. Thanks for listening. This has been another episode of Dark Tank. Goodbye. Forever. Dog. This has been a production of Forever Dog and the Brain Machine Network. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, Leif Enochson, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. 